Welcome to the Trelongo Track, your weekly peek behind the curtain of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and this is a podcast where we're talking about the good, the bad, and all the things in between. Plus, along the way, I'll be giving you tangible, strategic information to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24-7 because I know that's not why you started this thing for in the first place. So let's jump into the episode. Today we are talking about three things that you can do right now to make your business less stressful. And these are going to be things that you can implement right now today or this week like it's it's not anything that's like theoretic this is real stuff that you can implement um but speaking of stress can we just like for a second give a shout out to good conversations with our best friends I I know that like the whole millennial joke is we don't really like talking on the phone like so many stuff so many things can be sent in texts but if you're like me I mean my best friends don't live in Orlando and nothing is better than getting on the phone with my very best friend Tatum and just like laughing it out and hearing her voice and just magically pretending that we're actually sitting on the couch with a glass of wine (laughs) in person. So I just did that today. I got on the phone with her and just talking to her always like de-stresses me and just the laughs make me feel so much better. So this is your reminder that if you have not called your best friend in a while, pick up the phone. Don't just text her a funny meme. Though also, I mean, that's a great thing to do too, but call her. Call her and hear her voice, laugh with each other and just get that hit of dopamine that we all so desperately need. But let's jump into the business side of things. So these three things aren't necessarily all related. So whichever one I say to you that resonates the most or that gets you the most excited or you feel you can implement immediately, do that one. Don't feel like you have to do all three of these things. They're not connected to each other. So just listen in, pick which one works the best for you, and then run with it. And if you want to do all three, good on you, my type A sister. (laughs) Okay, so let's start with the first one, and that is recording B-roll all the time. So if you don't know, B-roll is basically short video clips that you record of yourself doing normal everyday things. So that could be making your coffee, That could be setting up your phone to record you for a little bit while you're working or pretend typing. If you have a podcast, it could be recording yourself, recording a podcast (laughs) in video. It literally could be recording you playing with your kids, recording yourself just walking down the street. Having those videos are so beneficial. Save them in a social media folder on your phone. And then the second thing to that is B-roll to me, I'm going to just include taking still photos of yourself when you are, you know, dressed up, feeling good. If you're like me, you know, 60% of the time I'm in 
shorts and a t-shirt and my hair in a ponytail just because that's how I like to live my life. So when I do dress up, when I do do a full face of makeup or if I'm wearing extra cute sweats, <laughs> I take pictures of myself. Get in front of the mirror or I get in front of the window and I do selfies or I set up my tripod or I have my husband take photos. So do that. We don't have to take photos in the moment anymore. We don't have to take videos in the moment. Our videos don't have to be exactly in a line with what we're posting about. Remember when we had to do that? Like if you were making a post about working, you had to be sitting at your desk. But in the way that social media works now, people just want to see your face. They want to see that you're a real person. And so recording these B-rolls, saving them in a folder on your phone, and just having kind of that vault of content to pull from will make your content planning a lot easier. And the other thing is, then you don't really have any excuses to not create content because you always have a video or a photo that you can use when you write a caption. And there's nothing wrong with using, you know, a couple photos that you really like over and over again. I do that all the time. Go to my Instagram feed and slide and you will see that I have recently, like within the last three or four months, used the same picture five or six times brand awareness. People know it's you. There's nothing wrong with that. So let go of the fact that your content photos, your videos always have to be brand new, professional, fancy. They don't. Make what you got work. The second thing that you can do right now is stop for all the good things in the world. Stop giving your clients full access to your calendar. Honestly, I didn't even realize that people did this until last year I was working with several people one-on-one and just accidentally discovered that essentially their calendar of their work hours was fully open to their clients. They had no buffers built in. They were taking calls at all these random times that didn't really work for them. They would have like two calls on a Tuesday, two calls on a Thursday, all spread out throughout the week. And it was not working for their workflow. So you can use a, um, a website like Calendly. I think Acuity also does scheduling. And I know with Calendly, you can have maybe two or three links on the free version um, and then the full paid version where you can have as many as you want pretty much is $15 a month, which isn't too bad. Um, But only give your clients access to your calendar certain days and times, the ones that make the most sense for you. So think about... When is the best time for you to take client calls? For me, I used to take client calls in the morning, but I find that that's really when I am the most creative. So most of my client calls happen in the afternoons on Tuesday or Thursday. As much as possible, I keep them within those two days. Sometimes I do open my calendar on Wednesday afternoon, but Monday and Friday are completely blocked out. So look at your own calendar and really try to block out one or two days a week that you are not going to take client calls. Now, of course, 
There are always times in life where there's an exception to the rule. But for the most part, for me, on Monday, I want to reset my house for the weekend. And on Friday, I want to prepare my house for the upcoming weekend. I don't want to be on client calls. Midweek is the best time for me. And so <clears throat> there's more than enough times for my clients to choose from. If they have ever have an issue, they can email me. But you're doing yourself a disservice by just allowing your clients to have free reign of your calendar. You're not able to almost time block your client calls so that you can stay in that zone of genius. It's hard to bop around from client call to then trying to be creative to then trying to be operational. It's all different parts of your brain. And so if you can keep client calls a little bit more contained, you're setting off blocks. Um, If you listened to the previous episode and I talked about are you are you treating your kids like they're your why? A big part of that is not being on a client call until, you know, two minutes before they get home from school or two minutes before you have to leave to get them. Like give yourself a buffer so that you're showing up the best in all different aspects. Um, So if you do not use a client scheduling website or software, that's something that if you're working with one-on-one clients, I highly recommend you implement as soon as you can. And if you have a team, I would apply the same thinking to your team. Um, If you do one-on-one calls with your team, do not give them full access to your calendar for whenever they want to book. Really adjust that so that it works best for you. So the last tip that I want to give you, and if you are new to me, this will be the first time you've heard it, but if you've been in my world for a while, this is going to be the one millionth time you've heard this, and that is if you're feeling stressed in your business, the best way to take off some of that stress is to start having a plan not just for your business, but also for your life and chunking out that plan at about three months at a time. In my opinion, three months is really that sweet spot because that's seasons, right? So you can block that seasons and quarters. There's a reason we break up our year that way. It's much more digestible for me. With young kids, I feel like we're always in a new season and I feel like things are always changing just with their sleep and their behavior and, you know, they're toddlers, so they're changing rapidly. So for me, it feels very daunting to plan out my business on a micro level more than three months at a time. Now, of course, I have a big picture vision of what my business will do. And there's certain things that I know will happen six months from now. But from a micro detailed out standpoint, planning out your life and business three months at a time can really, really help you. And when you plan out your month, and I will do another in-depth podcast on this, but the seasons that I find are the most important to plan out are the summer because it just feels like everything's different in the summer. We're not on the same routine. Kids are out of school. There's more visiting and vacation and holidays and just travel. And then the holiday season is really important, even though that's not three months. It's, it's you know, six to eight weeks of this holiday season. I mean, really, I feel like it hits us 
at Halloween. Um, blocking in the things that are most important to you first and sometimes that will be business but most of the time I see things like I want to go pick out a Christmas tree with my kids or take my kids to Santa or we have this trip going on or you know we always do this certain um, tradition with our family. Blocking all of that out ahead of time allows you to then plan your business around those anchors, around those priorities, and making sure that things don't get missed. You know, something that comes up for me, people always ask me if I, as the fall comes around, they ask me what my opinion is on Black Friday sales, if they should do one, if I do them. And I don't do Black Friday because typically for Thanksgiving, we go visit my husband's family And we go to the middle of nowhere, like BFE, no cell phone reception. There's like barely a store. You have to pack up everything you own. (laughs) You can tell I love it, right? (laughs) Um, But that's what we do for Thanksgiving. And so the first year I was in business, I did do a Black Friday sale and I was trying to keep up with it while we were enjoying Thanksgiving while we were having family time with barely any reception and it was a disaster for me. I was so stressed out about it and ever since then I won't do a Black Friday sale because it doesn't make sense for my life at all. I'm not telling you not to do a Black Friday sale. I'm just saying really putting in these anchors and looking at what you have going on in your life what is going on with the reason why you have this business will help you then make a realistic business plan around that. I'm recording this in mid-May and the hot topic right now is the summer and, and how many mompreneurs want to take the summer off, which I totally understand. The thing is, there's this level of guilt for taking the summer off from a business perspective because then you feel like you have to start over in the fall, which I mean, the truth is if you fully take off, you kind of do. But then there's also the guilt of wanting to give your kids the summer that you always thought you would give them. And so again, it feels like you're stuck between this rock and a hard place. But the truth is if you do some planning and you think about what are my anchors? When are they going to camp? When are we going on vacation? Do I want to take Fridays off so we can do adventures? When you start thinking about what you want your summer, your season to look like, then you can say, okay, I'm going to give myself permission to only post three times a week on Instagram and it's going to be repurposed content from earlier in the year. Wow, that just took a huge load of work off of your plate. Or I'm not going to, I'm going to serve the clients I already have this summer. I'm going to serve the clients I already have during the holidays, but I'm not going to take on anybody new. When you look at a three month calendar and lay it out, you can be much more realistic. And that takes away the stress of making decisions or push, feeling like you should be pushing when you've already given yourself permission not to push if you have the plan. And so doing this planning three months out of uh, at a time will drastically reduce the stress that you feel in your business so those are really the three things 
that you could do within the next 48 hours of listening to this, recording that B-roll, taking some still photos of yourself, stop giving your clients full access to your calendar, go try out Calendly, let me know how you like it, and then making this business plan. You could do all of these things in two hours. So pick which one you're going to do, which one excites you the most, and which one you think would make the most impact on your stress level right now. Do it. Slide into my DMs on Instagram. Let me know which one you picked. And we'll go from there. You know, at the end of the day, like business is never going to not be completely not stressful. There are seasons where it is going to be stressful or you do have to push. But if you constantly feel like you're in a state of stress, a state of like fight or flight mode with your business, that's not normal and it doesn't have to stay that way. So I challenge you, try a couple of these out. Let's reduce that stress level. If you're listening to this in real time, go into the summer feeling really really secure with what your business looks like and how you're going to show up in your everyday life. And if you are really loving this podcast, which I hope that you are, I'm loving doing it. So I'm sure you're loving it. (laughs) Make sure that you subscribe to it, follow it in your favorite podcast app so that you get the episodes straight to your feed. It's a really great way to support me and the podcast. So hit that follow button and I will see you in the next episode.